I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé the Other Way, Season 4, Episode 6. Another long title this time. Love is one thing, knowledge is another. I think maybe, I don't know, penises are ugly would be a better (laughs) conversation or a better title. I don't know. I think from this, I mean, the Gabe stuff's there. Right from the start, judging from his little, he did a little comment at the end of that interview where he said, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry, grandma. grandma." For me, that almost was an eye opener. It makes me think that maybe he wasn't so keen on talking about all this. He hadn't talked about it with Isabel before. Yeah, that I found odd. So, yeah, so all of these conversations are conversations that I think are his to have. Honestly, I'm thinking they have had this conversation. And production had her ask these questions for whatever social agenda they're trying to communicate. Mm. That's what I think. No, I think it's the opposite. they've had sex, right? You think they haven't had these conversations about how all this works? You don't think she was curious before now? Yeah, I, I guarantee do. you they've had this conversation. You just not maybe people you would I don't know, I just don't get it. It's that whole thing from Gabe about about apologizing. Right, because this is a private conversation and it's one they've already had privately. It's possible. That's my take on it. She was asking some oh, so you're thinking this is a recreation of a yes. scene. We need you two to because sit. Because they've had this conversation You've had already. To. You've had to. Right. You if nothing else, you'd have this conversation. In the moment, right? Right. How does this work? Right. How does this feel for you? Right. This, this would be all new. things that you would have. They wouldn't I, be coming here to get married and be together if they hadn't already talked about yeah, these I, things. I never really considered it like that. Right. This is a recreated conversation they were put up to have on the show. By production. To, by production to promote whatever social agenda they have. Hmm. That's my take. Yeah. I just... As I was listening to the conversation, it just struck me that this can't be the first time they've, they've you asked You saw these how even bad – have we ever seen – I know we're only six episodes in, but have we ever seen Gabe bashful about anything? No. He was bashful about Th- this. This was too much detail. This is more than I think a lot of people would be comfortable hearing. I know our teenage son walked into the room, and I was like, oh. Please have ADHD and, I don't know, stare at a butterfly or something. Right. Just when I see that, his reaction, we see him bashful for the first time. We see him out in parades by himself in uh, hot pants, right? Or Mm -hmm. whatever they're called. He's not bashful about anything. This he was bashful about. This made me feel a little uncomfortable, like it was infringing on his story his uh-huh. privacy on gabe's um wh- whatever it was it just it, i i don't know behind the scenes what happened to have if if this is him telling his story like he wants to then i guess that is fine but if it's production trying to pull this out like certain things we go it's none of your business right and i think we go between danielle and last week and the abortion that Johan's girlfriend had. And we went, you know what? That's not even, that may not even be, that's none of Danielle's business. It's right. probably Johan's story to tell. 
but it's surely none of Danielle. She doesn't get to create the narrative. So if Gabe's on board with telling his telling the story, then I guess, you know, it's whatever. I just don't feel it was behavior that was different from him. And I don't know that it, it made me feel obviously a little uncomfortable just because of the descriptive nature of it. And and it was, I mean, this topic and all its finer details came up multiple times in this episode. It's like, I feel like half the episode was devoted to and this it topic. Was, it was the, the purpose of right. the episode exactly. was to educate and not, um, I think. Um, it, it was less about the relationship and more about yeah, I like all to see, this. I like to see relationships. I probably have more questions than, than answers, you know. Mm-hmm. I think there's one thing, there's no doubt, that if I'm going to have a surgery, I'm not going to this guy who's – he didn't say he's operated on somebody. No, and he says this is only the second transpatient he's ever even seen. He doesn't say perform surgery on – it's consulted. Right, so uh, he gets the practice surgery discount. Yeah, this is th- – I- when they threw the number out there as a price, I went, this is not – to me, I didn't think this is a $3,000 surgery. I think this is a $10,000 surgery. I had shoulder surgery twice, and the facility charge for outpatient was more than $3,000. Yeah, I want a more expensive surgery. And that was just for my portion. We send in a price sometime, um, you know, in construction, we kind of do that. And maybe whoever it is evaluates the price. They go, are you sure that this is what it is? And we look at it again and go, oh, you know what? We miss some stuff. And the price is actually more. It leads me to think that a that this is the case. Are you sure $3,000 is enough? Did you forget the anesthesiologist? <laughs> Did you forget about this? Anything? No, 3000 is good. I even got billed separately for the uh, surgery assistant. <laughs> yeah, I think um, – I, I don't know. I think this is van surgery. Is what we're dealing with here. I don't want this. This is not the surgery I'm looking for. I think my favorite part of the whole uh, Gabe Isbell line of conversations was the translator. That was great. That was cracking me I up. wanted this to be that egg Cook. from... Cook had me cracking up. I wanted this to be the egg from Jahoon and yeah. Devin is yeah. what I wanted. That's what it, it hearkened me back to. Whatever AI puts these translators to... To apps together, this is not a combination of words in this conversation that I imagine they had thought of before. <laughs> this is just not possible. I do not comprehend. I, I, I don't understand. And neither did they. I tell you and this. They, and, they, and she even she knew it was wrong and started laughing. Gabe, say whatever you want. Gabe is all in. It sounds yeah. like Gabe has had a lot of complications. Yeah. I mean, you're one who has complications, yes. right? Yeah. From surgeries. Yeah. Scar tissue if, causing problems. If I'm having complications and I'm a person who has complications, I'm not going to a guy that, that's not done this before. Yeah. I think the same thing. There's a, this is a setup with a doctor and just more or less a conversation. I cannot imagine this is a place he'd consider having any surgery. It just doesn't seem like it. At all. I, I, I wouldn't even consider it. Thoughts on, on that? I mean, you know. You hunt down. 
especially if you've got problems. You're going to yeah. hunt down the a best right. somebody who's seen all of this before. Right. My orthopedic surgeon for my shoulder, um, he did both of my surgeries. Um, I knew was the top rated orthopedic surgeon in this whole metropolitan region. This is where you go. I read all kinds of reviews. I went to multiple sites. I checked with the insurance reviews. He's five star all the way across. And you probably feel pretty comfortable that they're not going to run into something that they haven't seen before. Right. There's no doctor, although Dr. Death did practice in this area also. <laughs> I don't think this is something that But he would. did not have good reviews. <laughs> I want to talk to the first person. Where is, if he actually did a surgery, I want to verify one that this first person is still with us. <laughs> they're still alive. And what kind of issues they had. And what else is this doctor doing? Is this like a Civil War doctor? I cut your hair, remove your teeth, perform minor <laughs> surgeries. I'm a little concerned. You know, what happens, like all this stuff, what happens when there are real-time complications? Well, a lot of Americans go to foreign countries to have surgeries because they're cheaper, even without insurance. And I'm not saying other countries can't have adequate surgeons or facilities or whatever. So I think we kind of get away from that. But I think we can all generally accept that this is a place that doctors come, right? This is a place. Mm -hmm. It just it just happens. You'll get people from dignitaries from other countries. They come here for medical care. I mean, it's expensive. Right. And, and the thought that money is an option or is it something you at least got to think about, I guess it's hard. It um, is. And something that you have to weigh. So... Ten thousand. This is a ten thousand dollar surgery for me. My thought, though, and you said something while we were watching it, was Gabe's hairline yeah. seemed a bit odd. Yes, I said, did this re deeply receding hairline happen after Gabe started taking testosterone? Because this would be a very odd and unusual hairline for a female of that age. Mm. For real, it does seem. I wonder if Gabe. Has a haircut to make it look like that? I don't think so well, because you would see a shadow. Even, you know, on a person who's semi-bald that shaves their head, you can well, see a shadow of where they actually have hair growth yeah. ready to emerge mm -hmm. and where they don't. Well, hair, How do you explain to me how the hair gene works between... Well, your pattern of hair loss is inherited from your mother's side of the family. So if, you know, the men on your mom's side of the family have deep recession in their hairline or they are balding or whatever, then that's probably going to get passed down. Mm. And same with the females. I guess, it, I don't know. Uh, maybe we stop this conversation. Maybe this doesn't apply to these two. I have no way to get into a genetics conversation here and not become offensive. So I'm not sure who would pass what to where. So Gabe's mother. Yes. It would be inherited from her side of the family. Right. So whatever hair patterns occur on her side of the family would be what Gabe would have inherited. Right. I guess we could just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> we meet... This, but oh, my question is: oh, wait. Do hair, uh, uh -oh. do your hair patterns and and pattern baldness vary based on which hormones you have, male or female? 
I don't know that. I'm not a genetic. That's why I asked, maybe, does the hair pattern change when you're on testosterone mm-hmm. versus estrogen? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It could be because hair growth changes. Sure. So much I don't know. This was a learning episode, so <laughs> they didn't get there, though. The was- question we wanted to ask was, you know, hairline. We learned nothing we got really almost nothing about Debbie and Osama this time yeah. other than um, My Strange Beautiful was her pet name for Osama. Oh, hers for him? Yes. Oh, my goodness. My Very Strange Beautiful. Strange. So She's an odd bird. They are. He described her as an angel from heaven have come down to Morocco and probably the more important part to save him. Wow. Okay. The preview was odd because it got them. He just said it, he, he wanted want- to go home. Yeah. Well, he did say in the side interview early on in the season that he was not ready to get married. Mm. So I'm guessing she was planning to stay. And so this is the conversation that ensues once that comes out. And he's like, I'm not ready. This should probably make her son Debbie's son happy. Yeah. I have to it's admit. What he expected. I have to admit we were probably prematurely a little rough on him. Um, maybe prejudged him a little bit by his attire you. and profession. Well, I don't like your tone. It was you. We were. I, I get didn't it. have an issue. You know, I felt kind of for the trap. I get it. And so it's, we call it low hanging fruit. And so we didn't give him. He's shown himself. Debbie's son has shown himself at this point to be nothing other than a son, a son. who cares for his mother. Right. He's just trying to look out for her. He doesn't deserve. She's an old lady and, and, you know, he's not looking for a Nigeria scam. Not only does he not deserve the crap I gave him, but he also deserves the benefit of the doubt because he hadn't said anything. To judge him on his profession and his T-shirt is probably well, not the T-shirt. <laughs> well, I get it. But. It is Georgia. Right. But still, he he deserves the benefit of the doubt, I guess. But there was nothing. So when but you went to the other nothing, couples. There was almost nothing to this episode but the Gabe stuff. Yeah. It was at least half the episode. I noticed the whole thing. It was even choppy editing. It was really bad in the um, um, Jamie and, and uh, what am I thinking? Jamie and Chris. You'd see it like. They'd be filming something like jumpy, yeah, and then it, it like they refilmed it, but they did the camera wasn't it was too close, and so you saw it move like close and far away as they were chopping stuff together. Weird. So it's um, I think it's been an editing challenge for everybody because they're just piecing stuff together. Mm-hmm. The thought though of Osama sending Debbie back to the states yeah, after a month or two already. That's it, something. Yeah, it does seem she seems she says that Osama lied. So, well, we kind of saw this. We don't know. We've only seen two or three sentences between them. We can't even. I think Debbie, she hadn't been. I think the last time she's been around, I don't know if she's ever been to North Africa, but maybe she was following Ravi Shankar around or something like that. <laughs> around it seems to be something that she would have done following <laughs> him around in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking so, something. She does seem like, yeah. She does. Speaking of that, she was in the circle with George Harrison and. <laughs> In the game. <laughs> right, that's what I'm thinking. She'd have stories to tell. Jen, look, how about this class she was in? 
this thing with this dude, right? This is um at the I guess it was the opening scene, wasn't it? They're they're doing this karate, high karate, jumping around, hi ha ho ha. Yeah. I'm like, what in the world is this? I this- was texting uh Joy. I said this sounds more like a Lamaze class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I'm thinking that was. This is a Rishi wannabe. This is a guy with the second best hair in India. <laughs> And this guy, you hear what he describes himself as to Jen? Mm-mm. Friend, counselor, instructor. I think we have a third or fourth topic or first th- that she could be um, supplier is what I think <laughs> he also is. I have a feeling I know her draw to this guy. <laughs> Don't you think? Maybe he's got his hands on something. Yeah, May- I, sa- I said one of her friends is probably a special gardener. Yeah, I would assume. <laughs> So I in the in the preview, it looked like her eyes were full on rolling back in her yeah, head. So right, she is definitely um, on something. I'm thinking two or three days don't go by without her um, visiting this. I guess wannabe Rishi is who it is. His hair's just not quite as good. It's not as curly. He just pulls it back. So I thought um, the interesting thing is he said that in India. It's very common for a mother and son, a mom and son relationship, for the mom to be upset when something doesn't go her way for a day or so, but she will eventually give in. I'm thinking, uh, yeah, this is not quite what we're looking for. This is not the experience we've seen no, in one or not. two so far. I, I We've just said it over and over again, but maybe episode or seasons one through three of The Other Way would be something that you could probably watch. This should scare her off mm-hmm. in general. My my trouble with Jen this time is, look, um, India is kind of known for having some pretty good coffee. <laughs> and it, it, to me, I'm sure it isn't, but it sure looks like she's got a, a, a can or a a jar of instant Folgers coffee oh my goodness. that she is putting in a cup. Maybe For it's be- shame. It could not be. If there's a place to get good coffee, it's it's here. If there's a place to get good tea, it's here. <laughs> um, unfortunately, she's got to learn to get um, – get, uh, she's getting schooling from, I guess it's Rishi's friend's wife. That was funny. So, because there's a whole talk about us living in a joint family. Mm-hmm. She wasn't really buying into that, was she? No. She said when she found out she was going to have to get up at 4 a.m. To make tea for the yeah. whole entire family. This family thing wasn't quite for her. Maybe uh-huh. we're not all that serious. That's the one thing that, sh- that shook her. Nothing's for sure. <laughs> I thought she discounted. the. F- it would almost be like, what, what, what was it? Um, we had... Somebody insulted somebody's entire family. Oh, it, it would have been. Gosh, I'm trying it to. It was th- in like the the Philippines or somewhere where they were roasting a, um, like a pig, a whole pig. Yeah, there was that. And he wouldn't eat it. I'm thinking of something more recent. I, I just don't recall what it was, but that it was how, you know, there's no way you could live here. Oh, uh-huh. it was going to be, um, it was going to be Alex. It was going to be, um, Lauren and Alex. Mm-hmm. And Lauren's mom, uh, when they were over there in Israel, mm-hmm. talking about Alex's family and how discounted it, she she made it that you could ever live here. Well, you can't yeah. live here. Look at how bad this is. 
Well, I, I, had, I got some of that from Jen about these women. Look, this is a life of servitude that, that they live right. in. Well, she, she acknowledged that, but she said that, you know, she always communicated to him that she was an independent woman and he thought sh- she thought he was on board with that. And if that's not the way he expected their relationship to continue, then she was going to have an issue with that. This is 100% a communication problem. Mm-hmm. You think everybody just thinks you'll get together and this will all just happily work out? I guess. Despite all of these problems? I just can't imagine that it's something that they talked about in great detail. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cute. We get some cute stuff and some cute scenes and stuff they throw together. This tight kite thing is, is kind of funny. I was just afraid in India, you knock this kite down and it goes across a couple of power lines <laughs> and you've got you got a million people probably without power this arranged marriage thing look she really got into the heart of this about if they find somebody for you and you have to go meet them what will you do mm-hmm. he said he would tell them no but why why even have them look? Why? Yeah, and he'd have to explain why. Wouldn't you be mad if you were a parent doing this? Because if they don't know, and his mom is, I, I think she she believes she's doing the right thing. Yeah, and and she's kind of she seems like a woman on a mission about this topic because mm-hmm. she said he will marry by the end of the year. Game on. So I'm thinking she probably spends a fair amount of time out shopping for a future wife. I know you get mad if you go to the bakery and get somebody uh what is it? A, what is it that you get them that they don't eat? That she doesn't eat our daughter? Oh, when I go to the donut place that makes fancy expensive donuts and I get her a apple fritter right. and then does, she doesn't eat it. Find it in a container in a room. Right. So it's the same thing here. You go to trouble, she mom goes to trouble for him. For this, and then she gets to the end, and he goes, "You know what? Uh, I've got this other woman. Why have I been wasting my time? Right. So much other stuff I could have been doing." And it seems like everybody who knows Rishi knows about Jan, except his family. This doesn't seem like a good plan. You think nobody's ever going to accidentally reveal this information? He seems free and loose yeah, about this. It information. doesn't seem like um, he's thought this through. And we know what happens when you lie and your parents find out. Because do you think that the women somehow talk and communicate? I mean, there's probably limited communication. They, the men probably try to keep a tight rein on things. But I, I know Joy will be happy because I'm about to use a reference here of what's the Hulu show? Um, Handmaid's Tale. Tale. Right. <laughs> Our so, favorite. So what would happen in The Handmaid's Tale when the women would go to the market or go to the store? Oh, they had to go in pairs and monitor each other. Mm. But. And they had the eyes watching them. But wouldn't they talk about stuff sometimes? Yeah, they would, they would go, what they would do because they there were monitors everywhere, the eyes that were listening to their conversations. They would go into the dairy cooler and both open a separate door and then talk inside the cooler. Oh, brilliant. While they were looking at eggs or whatever. Mm. That's what they would do. So you, I would imagine these these wives and sister-in-laws and sisters probably communicate. It's human nature mm-hmm. to say these things. You know what Rishi's up to. 
And then all it takes is one person mm-hmm. to say the wrong thing. And to then the it's over. Person. Sure, it's over. I so much wanted when when masks were taken off for like it to be Summit's sister-in-law that was going to be teaching her to do stuff. I, I mean, that- heck, for all we know, uh, one of Rishi's female friends that he's confided in could be the next one shopped by mom as a future yeah, wife. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing here, you look at how strict they were. And the women were all in that area. I would call it a kitchen is what uh-huh. they were. And he wasn't even allowed to cross the threshold. Wasn't allowed to go in. And he stopped. Because they were all in there. Sure. And and why would that be the case? Your thoughts? Well, it's a domain thing. Men can't be belittled to go in the kitchen where the women are. Is it a temptation thing too? Probably, yeah. It's like just like with the Muslim culture with the women not being alone with a man unescorted Mm -hmm. you know just like when uh what's his name had a fit when she had the uh um was it muhammad had a fit when she had the uh, repairman oh no that was eve and muhammad yeah you're right yeah same that kind of thing it would be like when giselle got upset that chris came into her hotel room (laughs) (laughs) so you're saying it's not good for a married man to be alone especially not with a single woman. That would right. probably be even worse. So, mm-mm-mm. see that, Chris <laughs> and Candace? It's wrong. You about jumped out of your stool when you saw Jen at the end on the preview scene. And yeah. her, just the way she looked. Yes. Her eyes were really rolling back in her head. Mm. Like she couldn't keep it. You know what she looked like? She looked like I was at the symphony today <laughs> <laughs> because I was so tired. <laughs> That's all I could think of when I saw her. I go, oh, I did that today. <laughs> I was so tired. The music was so soft. <laughs> Danielle made us mad again this episode. Yes. I think there was only one scene. She was so upset that they weren't staying together and they had a fight. And um, So here we get the story of what happened. Johan tells his story of of the lost child. And to him, it's a lost child. Because that's what he was originally told, and then he had the sadness of finding out she'd actually gotten an abortion. Which is none of Danielle's flipping business. But here, as upset as we were about that, I think for her, he then really bears his soul open. This is a very – at this point in his life – I'm going to imagine this is the most painful thing that yes. has ever happened to him yeah, you in tell. his life. And not something he would want to find a reason to talk about. Sure. And Danielle's reaction to this is not. She didn't say, I'm sorry that happened to you. I know children are important to you. Uh-huh. That's not what she says. No. She turns all this around and makes it all about her again. You know what else she didn't say? Oh, I'm sorry that I made you feel so bad about not telling me the details about this. There's nothing. (laughs) He didn't lie. We're all jealous of Danielle (laughs) because we we don't have something that she does. And so we're all (laughs) jealous. That's what she says. Because every time that she comes on the screen and we go, we do, we literally go, ah. Cringe. Yeah, we cringe every time she's on it because we're afraid what she's going to do next. Yeah. I said to you at the conclusion of this scene, I'm convinced she doesn't actually love him at all. 
I think she destroyed her life by her own choices in America. She's now on a quest. And she just doesn't want to have to start over alone. That would be a daunting thing to do. Right. That would so be it would I, be hard. I don't think she is actually in love with him. And it shows in the way that she treats him and speaks to him and demeans him. It's and like belittles him. You talked about with and we we may have brought this up before, but it was almost like Mia in Housewives of Potomac. Yes. That she has Bring just chosen Jacqueline, the biggest, friend. strongest man she could find mm-hmm. so she could emasculate him. Yeah. Publicly. Yeah. Watch how powerful I am. Watch me tear this grown man apart. Yeah. And brought her friend on, her best lifelong friend, to make her look like, you know, her little puppet. She talked about Johan yelling at him, at her. We have not seen that. That's entirely possible off camera, right? He does not seem like someone who yells, though. No. We have not ever once seen him lose his cool, even when she was extremely disrespectful. I don't know a man who would take that the way he has. You know, he really said to her, and we saw at the end of last episode, was, what do you want now? So what do you want to do? Where are we at with this relationship? You want to end it? Looked like he was more than comfortable with ending it. Okay, let's end it. When we know why he's putting up with maybe more than he would normally. He actually said in this episode that he feels like most of the time it's a good relationship. I'm not seeing it. No. At all. Well, she's think of the stress that she's under right now. And and she's not sharing why she's stressed because she still hasn't told him the truth. That is a lie of omission. Truth is the most Correct. important thing to her. Honesty is her thing. Mm-hmm. Commitment to resolution is what she said. That's what it's that's what all this should be about. Baloney. Yeah, she's not I wonder if her bankruptcy Practice comes out in this time. What you preach. I like to see her face. You I'd know, like and, to see his face. You know, the bankruptcy's not her fault. Surely, it's going to be somebody else's. Oh, she right. won't take the heat for this. What about all the unpaid citations, parking violations, and toll charges that she? Not had just paid. that you didn't pay them, but that you got them. That you're that irresponsible. That you have so many that I, you could rack up thousands of dollars in charges. I came here when we came here to Texas, and I was following somebody to go. We were running in a park and they got on a toll and i didn't know it right right I went, well crap i had to follow following them. Them. i had to follow you them. don't know where you're going so you had to Crud. follow them. and so that's i was just here it was the first week i was here and i didn't know the toll system it was pretty easy in the whole norfolk virginia beach area yeah it's pretty simple um, at that point it was pretty simple it's probably a bit more complicated now i would assume but you either got on one bridge and there was a toll or you got on a different one and you didn't have to have a, a, a toll tag. It wasn't automated. You could throw a quarter in or you could give a toll ticket. Well, it was a long, was yeah. All kinds of long ways to do it. A long time ago, you could just throw a, you could throw a dime in. If those yeah. of you old Hampton Roads people, uh-huh. if you remember throwing dimes in on the old 44 toll. Yeah, that's if you didn't. 44. That's if you got off on an exit. If you went through the main toll, it was a quarter. Laskin Road toll. We won't get that deep into this. But <laughs> once you find out it's a toll, Danielle knew this. these were tolls. And then she continued to take them, knowing that she wasn't going to be able to pay. Right. 
It's like rent and knowing that you can't pay instead of trying to find some place that was cheaper, racking up all, racking, racking up, up debt. debt. So to hold him to such a high standard when she's not doing the same thing, it just really ticks both of us off. Yes. I'm not trying to speak for you because you can speak for yourself. I think I did. Okay. I did. She annoys me. She does annoy you. I'm Nicole and Mahmoud. Her lighting the stove. <laughs> this is why I do no, not want, although we don't have gas in our house. We haven't in any of the homes that we've lived in. I had an apartment in Virginia Beach when I first moved there. This is why it's dangerous. Yeah. This is why I don't want my neighbors to have gas. Right. She was fiddling with the knobs, couldn't get it lit. And all I could think was, oh, I hope she didn't leave the knob turned while she's (laughs) chatting about how to start the stove. Because if they finally strike a match, (laughs) the whole thing's going to blow. And suddenly she won't have to worry about all of her problems anymore. Yes, you'll have all new problems. (laughs) Your eyebrows will be gone and your hair will be charged. He goes to pray. I think she's going to, that's the whole thought. He's going to leave to pray and leave her there with the gas. I could see being afraid of it and you should be afraid of it. Uh-huh. But it looked like he had shown her multiple times, but it just wasn't going to get it. I mean, you're taking a cigarette lighter to the stove. Is that what she ended up doing? That's what it was. That's so what she was trying to do. The pilot light Yeah, she was lit? trying to make, yeah, it didn't have an igniter or wow. whatever it was. So that was it, too. So, Evidently, it probably didn't have igniter. Whether or not it didn't have, it's a chance that it didn't have 120 volts to it is what we'd have here. It's different over there. But that igniter requires power. So if you didn't have power to it and it was just literally gas on, gas off, then. But that looked like a new new enough stove that would have an igniter on it. You'd hit the button. You'd hold the button in to to ignite it. Well, the gas stove that I had had a a pilot light that was. And stayed on, on all the time. Mm-hmm. It stayed. This would lit. make so me a small flame in there as a homeowner. And then you would turn the gas, and it would ignite. They're not like that anymore. Now they have a little uh, spark that goes in, a little oh. electric igniter, kind of like a uh, gas grill. Yeah, exactly like that. It's the same concept. Igniter. Yeah. See, this was telling me how a, long ago I had a gas stove. To have a pilot light would scare me. Yeah, it was scary. And there were many times I could smell gas, and I would call and have them come check the. Because we had a gas um, hot water heater. And I my could th- smell gas in that my, closet all the time. My thought nervous. would be is that you had like a regulator inside of the house. And so those regulators, what they are is there's diaphragms inside of them. So they burp the air out. And mm. when they burp the air out, you're going to smell gas. You get like a rotten egg smell. It's exactly. Well, they put that in there on purpose right. so you can smell. Because it's odorless yeah. otherwise. So that is it. Um, that's your gas um, diaphragm. Um, regulator lesson for the day. Not only am I an electrician, but I'm an amateur um, gas guy. These two have no business being together. She's a bit insulting about, I'm sure that there are places to find modest, stylistic clothes in the area. I, I would just assume there has to be. Maybe but not I in sa- that neighborhood. But I said it. It's probably a good idea for her if for no other reason than it gives her something positive to focus her time and attention on so she doesn't feel so keenly the the loss of friendships and social activities. I think a creative outlet. We found right. that so many times when people go to the other countries that not having something to do 
is really a problem. Right. It's kind of depressing. We've talked about, maybe we didn't, um, I forget what we chat about on the online groups and, 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 and what's real and what we talked about. It's a, just a blur for me. <laughs> but Corey, we talk about Corey and Evelyn. And Corey has made it in a foreign country for so long, but yeah. he's always got, it's like he's got businesses, he's got things that he's doing, right. he's hustling, whatever it is, he's pretty busy. Yeah. There isn't a lot of talk that we've seen in any of the seasons of him coming back and living in the States. No. He he's is, made it so he can be self-sufficient there with or without his spouse. Yep. And, and we don't see that from too many others. I'm probably yeah. losing. There aren't too many that stay, all things considered, are there? I'm trying to think of too many that have made it. Jen's not doing anything. No. Jenny isn't doing anything. And even Jen and Rishi, I'm not sure what Jen's going to do over there. I know what Rishi wants her to do, <laughs> which is care for the family. Mm -hmm. But what would she be doing? If that's a natural thing, if you're going to be a part of the culture and a part of the family, then that would be how you would help out. Yeah, she's not having that. She'd just like to do it sometime around 1030 in the morning. <laughs> Is that better? I thought her eyes were going to pop out of her head when she said 4 a.m. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. But you, you said it was probably a good business idea yeah. for Nicole. And, and I think you're probably right. He's in the fabric business. It seems like there's an avenue there for them to do something. And Joseph in our chat group also said that it would be something she could continue and do in the U.S. if they came back here. Yeah, they seem to have, their fight seemed to be, you never did. It was all about the sleeve length of the shirt. What mm -hmm. a childish argument to back have. Back and forth and back and forth. You never did. Yes, I did. You never did. It was looked like a couple of <laughs> five-year-olds arguing. Yeah. My thought is here, this is just my conjecture. That he is lying. I think yeah. because he can't be, he probably said it was all right. Yeah, you think he compromised with her when it was just the two of yes. them. But now that it's becoming public, what all he may or may not have agreed to, he's backtracking. Yeah, it's like Samit's mom right. and dad. You know, privately, everything was all right. But now that you're on TV, this is not something that we can right. support. Exactly. And so he's got to take this position. It's not good, but. She's leaving now again. Yeah. And the sooner they get here, the better. Yeah. Because. Well, I said from the beginning, there's no way these two can work in a Muslim country. You've been the consistent. The only chance they stand is of being in the U.S. The where first. Where they're both free to be who they are. Yeah, the first time you saw them, this is exactly what you said. Right. I think you've said it every week. Yep. That they've been on. Maybe we didn't have them for a week. But this it will never work there. No. He and you see it over and over again, demonstrated in a million different ways. Yeah, and the preview for this is pretty ugly. It looks very awkward. Of awkward conversations, we had her with his friends at the dinner. We had yeah. Jen with Rishi's family, but this looks worse. The women are all sitting around, covered, and all and the men are not. around. And that the topic. Of, this is the topic of conversation. Yeah. That they're having in their language in front of her. Yeah, that Mahmoud. That was uncomfortable. Obviously, the thing about not wearing the headgear was something that he said she didn't have to do. Uh -huh. But his family is not on board with that. Well, he said that he really had a problem with it. Yeah, but, but he's that, saying that. That was his compromise. I think that's on TV. 
because now called out. I mean, his family didn't support it. Yeah, they said, we've had this conversation already. We've talked about this. Why? So why is this still an issue? Yeah. This is going to be a problem. Yeah. She's not going to cover up that hair mm. unless she burned it off. Then that <laughs> would be a problem. But there's <laughs> no the compromise at all. I mean, period. So really, I mean, why even, why are we even continuing? Yeah. There's really nothing to be had there. The most... For me, I think the most alarming thing was Chris and Jamie. <laughs> this is a lot for a young person to take on. Chris looks, they say, I, uh, my notes say, have her at 40. Wow. I would put her, I mean. She I, looks old. I would put her at, she is, uh, at 50. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. I don't even know what to think here. Um, day three is where we are. These two can't seem to agree on tables or furniture or anything. Everything... Why are they even looking at beds? That's the one thing they have. <laughs> have no beds idea. and titty pillows. Well, you know, it's producer driven. I get that. Producers are going to lead them to this. Maybe she was in so much pain that... Um, she forgot they had a bed. For gas. <laughs> or she just needed to lay down for a second. <laughs> She's saying she has to go back to the States. Going to have to go back because this expensive motorcycle was stolen. This had to be filmed, I'm going with, at least nine months ago. Minimum. This is 90 Day Fiance. Nothing happens quickly here. So at least nine months ago, this had to happen. I guess maybe courts were unzooming at this point. Yeah. But statements would have been made. All of the, Unless she witnessed the person stealing the motorcycle, there's nothing that would need for her to be there. Unless she's the plaintiff. Which it sounded like maybe a civil it was case. a civil suit. Hmm. That, that's possible. Because I think she's looking to recover the value of the bike. You don't think that would be a criminal proceeding? Already? No, not for the value of the bike. You would get punished for... It's crime. For but you crime. don't think restitution would have been a part no, of... Not necessarily. When, not the full value. When... Of I got hit by that underage girl that was – she got the crime and was supposed to be reimbursing for the damages that were done. That, well, you, you think, saw how yeah, adamant they were about that. Yeah, it didn't work. So. Right. Brilliant, really. Yeah. That a teenage girl came up with that plan mm-hmm. is, is really brilliant, mm-hmm. I think. See previous podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> but she's going to have to go back. Now, this is when we get the ghosting thing that came up. So – yeah. Around her birthday, a year earlier. Yeah, it does kind of sound like she's flaking. But what, what around, she just doesn't like giving birthday gifts? And so. Maybe it stirred up whatever feelings of reservation she had a year ago. Don't, yeah. But don't you think even if that was a civil case, that they could Zoom something? You think provisions are there? Say, I'm out of the country. We're going to Zoom somebody in. Don't you think that's a, a, even an option? Mm, even, probably not. Even if you're the plaintiff, you're going to have law, legal representation there. It would be an affidavit that you would say this is the statement of what happened. There would be a criminal proceeding that they could go, this guy was convicted of this. Here's the appraisal for the bike. Here is the cost. It's really a slam dunk. Unless it's small claims court. I think that's up to... <laughs> What five thousand dollars? This is fifty thousand. Yeah, she did say that. Yeah, fifty grand. I don't know. 
don't really care that much about it. No, I get it. <laughs> Chris seems to have a lot of crap with her. Yeah. So this pain thing, I don't know. You don't want to buying do- that. I, uh, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying she does not not have pain. But I, I'm thinking she seems to need a lot of attention. It does seem to be that you thinking it's an attention thing, it, and not- I'm, you know I can't speak to somebody's yeah, chronic pain because I've had chronic pain, right? But you know. Would you go to a flea market if you were in that much pain that you would drive there, go, lay down, have your head on somebody's lap, crying? Yeah, I don't think so. And then get there. At some point, when do you turn around and come yeah. back? Yeah. yeah, you'd say, oh, let's do this another day. I'm really Isn't that pain. what you would say? Yeah. Especially if once you get there, you go, I'm not, I'm not getting up and going in there. Uh-huh. I'm going to stay in here and cry Let in the car. Let me just moan in your lap and make you miserable. Yeah, I'm... I don't know. If nothing else, you'd say, hey, I don't, I would be miserable company for you today. Why don't you go and do whatever you need to do? And I'm just going to stay here today. It's easy for us to discount her pain and, and I guess judge her for what we think. It's probably not fair. Well, you know, the doctor's point was correct. She either has to have the surgery to address it. Or she has to learn to live with the pain. Now, he didn't really do like he, he didn't see the x-ray and see what she's got. He's taking her diagnosis of whatever's going on with her neck and spine mm-hmm. and back at face value. But th- that's the case. If this is real with her neck and back, then and she hasn't had the surgery for years, then what has she been doing in the States well, he for did this listen. pain? He did listen to what she said. He listened. But he also said that what she presented with was muscular pain caused by travel. For her, her issue is not a muscular issue. It's skeletal. So how do we deal with pain here in the States? What do we do? Uh, narcotic pain meds. Yeah, that's, that's my most fear. most people do, but I don't. Well, my thought is if she's had these pains all this time, then she's surely been on some kind of medication. He gave her mm-hmm. – the doctor gave her an injection – it was di. What was it? Di- Diclofenac, which I've had. What is that? As an impill. I like form. it when you get to be Doctor Kelly. It's a prescription NSAID, so an anti-inflammatory. But NSAID. Tell those of us who are supposed to know. Here, let me do this. Non-steroidal like I got a guy. anti-inflammatory. I know what an NSAID is, but let's explain it to all those listeners who do not. I just did. No, I wasn't listening because I because I never actually listen when you non steroidal anti inflammatory. That's an acronym. Yes. Oh, okay. That's why it's NSAID. This is why I just when I have a medical issue, anything, I just go and say I hurt here, <laughs> and then you tell I ask me ask you some questions. Yeah, and then you tell me what I'm supposed to do. So what would happen? What, what happened last week? Oh, that was good. Told me about her shoulder pain. And I said, I know exactly what the doctor will tell you. If you go the first step, the protocol, mm. take an NSAID, like a leave, twice a day for two weeks and see if that makes it go away. And she came to me first thing today and said, Kelly, 
I did exactly what you said, and it's already feeling better. <laughs> Thank you but, so much. But now, when she goes to the doctor for the first time, if uh-huh. this doesn't totally work. Right. She'll be able to skip that step and say, I already did it. Doctors don't necessarily let you skip steps. They do, because that's over the counter. What it's happens? What happens if I'm, for you, this is now the medical person uh-huh. in you. What okay. happens if I'm having some issues like down there <laughs> and I squeeze something? Will anything inflate? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it's supposed to work like that. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering then. Okay. So that's not the case. No. So, I mean, I feel bad for judging Chris on her pain, but I can't help it. Right. It's just a feeling. You know, we all have instincts and our gut tells us things and just something I get a funny feeling about Although, this. even though you say that, she doesn't look good <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah, something's going on with her. It's yeah. not, I don't, yeah, which leads me to, I don't think she's faking it for attention. She could also be trying to get out. Yeah. Like she never really intended on staying. Right. And so she's got the motorcycle thing i've got the chronic pain thing i'm just setting up for a reason for me to leave and that's exactly that's exactly what jamie was saying yeah was to her friends is i think this is her getting ready to ghost me again Again. we've been down this road before and this is where we're headed at least that's what she's afraid of Mm -hmm. yeah what if she never comes back? i wanted this columbian doctor to be i want him to take his mask off and be gabe's doctor is what i wanted (laughs) they're in the same place like, hey, I do it all. <laughs> you need me to move your nipple for you, too? <laughs> I can do that. And I can give you an injection in your back. Or somewhere else. Yeah, or wherever. <laughs> right. We are going to have just an, une- I would say, probably an uneventful episode this, this week. Uh, we are going to have... Love After Lockup, Darcy and Stacy, and we are going to do Return to Amish this week Yay. on Reality Roundup. What day is that again? Um, Amish is Tuesday. It'll be Tuesday. Oh. Darcy and Stacy, that is Monday. Um, Love After Lockup already happened. We just haven't watched it yet. We're a little behind because we've been de-skunking the house. <laughs> yes. Because that happened. <laughs> it skunked it, although... I could tell what would happen if a skunk got in the house. Oh my gosh. Or in the garage or something. Well, that is my fear because it all happened in front of the garage with the garage door being open so yeah. frequently. Well, you see me could rushing you... out there to close it every time they come in and they go, Why are you closing the garage door? Because uh, they don't want animals in there. Could we you have imagine? Cats and all kinds you of stuff. in the garage oh at the freezer and with a skunk. <sighs> that would be, you know, you'd have to stay outside. We're, we've, let's, <laughs> let's, vow to each other that no more skunk anything in the house you just strip and put your clothes right in the trash yeah whatever you're wearing it's over yeah it's over i and i've learned when i was six and had the issue (laughs) that how you're supposed to deal with this is you get hosed down you get yeah you get hosed down in the garage with the garage door open so all the neighbors come on yes everybody gets to watch what you did to yourself yeah trying to get home yeah. And didn't quite make it. Yeah. So it all, it was all a problem. I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'm not sure what my dad was supposed to do. What are you supposed to do there? I don't know. Well, I mean, I've had, it's like when you're potty training a kid, you don't take them outside and hose them down because they pooped in their pants. 
You go in the bathroom, and you take it all off, and you dump it in the toilet, and then you go okay, good, hand good. wash the pants, and then you put them in the washing machine. Glad you dealt with this. I think my way of dealing with it probably would have been wrong then. It's probably better. I learned, um, I had um, bad training. Uh, maybe I was like, you did. like Jen and Rishi. Last thing you do is shame your child. Oh, okay. Good. I'm glad. I remember when, because Holden was potty training, when... We all got the norovirus from the babysitter. And he had just learned to go and was wearing underwear. And he was so traumatized that he had diarrhea in his pants, in his pajamas. He was running around upstairs crying hysterically because he had had an accident and he couldn't help it. And I I remember saying, you know, bless his heart, poor thing. This crushed him. And it wasn't his fault. I just had to stand him in the bathtub and take everything off and rinse him and let him take a nice hot bath and not traumatize him about it. Better I didn't take care of this. <laughs> well, we didn't have a garage there, so I didn't. <laughs> that's probably why I couldn't have done anything. That's probably better. We took a turn. We went personal podcast on That's everybody. okay. This is what you get. I on, like that better than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get in our personal podcast. So that's what we put out. Subscription. We do a beginning intro and then the rest of it. It's kind of like the uh, inside scoops and stuff like that. So we give you a little bit to wet your whistle and then you can come and, and listen to more if you so choose. Subscription's pretty easy. Um, Supercast, uh, Apple Channel, Patreon. It's all in the show notes. Just look for any of those and look for a couple of chaos and you will find us. Any questions, complaints about how we handle this episode, I'm sure we'll probably get a few. Coupled with chaos at gmail.com. Can't please everybody. Let us know where we have dropped a ball and um, we'll see what we can do. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.